Hey everybody, welcome to David's Life and Observation with your host David Welch. Uh, today's show is uh, going to cover a few topics. Um, one of the topics uh, that I'm going to cover today is uh, Trump's last minute uh, quick visit to North Korea, uh, him setting foot in North Korea, and what that means for the United States and what that means for his presidency. Wrong, right, or indifferent, like him, hate him, love him, whatever. Um, he's the first president to do it. And that's that that means a lot actually. It's here's what it means. Essentially it means that one, he's not afraid of Kim Jong un. He's not afraid. America's not afraid. Nobody's intimidated. But more importantly, it means that um he is making a concerted effort to have relations, positive relations with North Korea, and somewhere along the line, you got to give the guy credit. Have to. Like I said, you can say he's not your president, he is your president. You can say you don't like his policies, you don't like him personally, he runs the government like a business, Whatever, whatever it is that you want to say against him uh, there are a lot of positives that go with him firstly a lot of people bag on um, his first lady how she's a very attractive very intelligent woman and she I think is a, a remarkable first lady she she actually accomplishes quite a bit she's very public presence um, a lot of people like to bag on the way he goes about doing things by imposing sanctions on uh, countries and stirring the pot a little bit. Um, what I don't endorse is stirring the pot with Iran. That's not a good look. That's not, that's not actually very smart. Do I see us going to war with Iran? Yes. Congress, the president, somebody will find a way to pick a fight with Iran and go to war with them. The problem with fighting with, with uh, Iran is the Gulf of Oman, that little bottleneck, is going to get um, pretty intense because a lot of our warships pass through there and Iran is right there. They have access to it too. So that could spell danger for shipping in the Gulf of Oman. Not a lot of danger, but there is danger. Um, I really don't... I really don't see a way out of uh, the fight with Iran. Uh, it's an eventuality that I think is going to come to pass. Um, but like I said, a lot of the credit should go to uh, President Trump, because that's who he is, regarding him going to North Korea and him having that, um, that relationship with Kim Jong-un, whereas uh, previous presidents just couldn't get it done. Like I said, I don't endorse everything he does, but that's actually uh, a very bold and intelligent move on his part to go to North Korea, be unafraid of the North Koreans and Kim Jong-un in general, and really just show the world, like, you know, this guy's really not as tough as he says he is. Now, I'm not saying Kim Jong-un can't do something stupid. Anybody could do something stupid. But it is a smart move on Donald Trump's part to go there. He's just unapologetically unafraid of the human being. Um, one of the other topics that I really wanted to cover today uh, was 
something that's been going on in Congress for a long time. Um, there are just a ridiculous amount of committees, a ridiculous amount of meetings and, and shit, and then at the end of the day, nothing, nothing gets done. So, Camila Harris saying, I'm going to sign an executive order to make this happen, you know, like the gun ban or to impose um, gun restrictions on uh, citizens. Yeah, I got a haircut, guys. Uh, is um, dangerous in the sense that like you're essentially giving Congress an ultimatum before you even become president, which is going to hinder your ability to do so. That and it's... It sounds buzzy at the time, but does it really make sense? Do you understand? I don't think she understands, or maybe she does understand exactly what she's doing in the sense when you deprive the citizenry of the ability to defend themselves with firearms. Um, we have what already exists in kind of a, a lighter way, but you will have a, an upbeat or an uptick in police brutality, government brutality security brutality it'll it'll you'll just see a gigantic upswing now something that's also been bothering me about what she said is that if you don't do what I want you to do I'm gonna make it happen anyway just by signing an executive order well I'm sorry it doesn't work like that um, if you do do that you open yourself up for impeachment it's not smart you can be impeached for doing drastic things like that yeah, I mean, it just eh, doesn't bode well. It really doesn't. Plus, do you really want to keep pissing off the American people? Do you? With all the gun owners and all the gun you know, people out there who have a lot of guns, do you really think that they're just going to hand them over to an authority figure? No, I don't think so. Um... And there has been a huge, huge upswing in um, people acknowledging that they have rights and uh, also putting a lot of scrutiny on the government for violating those rights. And they're not putting the scrutiny just in court and giving a lot of cases to judges and prosecutors and uh, lawyers. They're giving a lot of uh, notice and awareness to other citizens and giving them language to defend themselves even on the street. Here's what I mean. So, when a law enforcement, there are, one thing judges will tell you and law enforcement will tell you that ignorance of the law is no excuse. Well, that is unless you are a police officer. The only time ignorance of the law is an excuse is when you're a police officer and simply saying, I don't know is apparently good enough for them to say, well, I didn't know I wasn't properly trained that narrative is not going to work anymore because we should be able to as American citizens impose the same amount of scrutiny on them ignorance of the law is no excuse and there should be heavier way heavier punishment and even jail time for officers that uh, go as far as violating citizens rights they should serve jail time they should lose their position lose their pension everything rides on their ability to do their job correctly and I believe in that. When I was in the military, if I violated someone's rights, 
I would have been held accountable and I would have lost rank, pay, probably would have sat time in, in the brig. I mean, I would have not been able to do the shit that law enforcement gets away with on the street, even if I was in a military capacity. And that just boggles my mind. And there are a lot of people out there that, you know, they're like, back the blue, their blue lives matter. I'm sorry, but there are no Smurfs on this planet. There are no blue lives. They're not blue people. They're human beings. Yes, they are human beings. They are fallible. I get that. People make mistakes. I get that. But when it's your sole job to penalize people for their mistakes, you should do your due diligence and become as pure in movement, pure in thought as possible because you should be held to a higher standard. If you make mistakes, the punishments should be more severe or at least as severe as the people you're punishing. So here's a prime example of what I'm talking about. Here's how, here's how fucked up our law enforcement slash judicial system is. There's a man who served 12 years on death row in Texas. 12 years on death row, that could have been, any of those years could have been his last year. 12 years on death row. Find out it's not him. Didn't do it. Evidence was withheld by prosecutors. And then they're trying to say that the prosecutor misplaced it, didn't actually withhold evidence. Bullshit. That is prosecutorial misconduct. You knew the evidence that would exonerate the man is sitting in your fucking garage the entire time. You knew it. You didn't want to let it go. The man sat on death row. And then they're going to deny him compensation saying that, well... Nobody actually said you were innocent. They just said that you didn't do it. Boggles my mind. How can you have one and not the other? I really don't understand. If he didn't do it, therefore that motherfucker is innocent. Didn't do the crime. He is innocent of any fucking wrongdoing. And he should be compensated for the 12 years he spent on death row. The torture of being in prison, the torture of being away from his family, the torture of loved ones dying on the outside, the torture and, and inhumane treatment of being wrongfully accused and incarcerated. He should be compensated. They're taking $12 million out this guy's mouth, out this guy's, page, you know, out this guy's wallet. $12 million. I'm sorry, but not only should they pay $12 million, they should incarcerate the prosecutor, the judge, the law enforcement that was involved in the cover-up and the hiding of the materials. Uh, anybody who was involved in the, in the keeping of evidence out of the courtroom should be prosecuted. There's no, there was no mistake there. You don't, you don't, as a prosecutor, mishandle shit. You don't. You've got a team of motherfuckers working for you called the, uh, the police department. Everybody's working for it. In fact, you cannot say you did not you didn't know about it when you have a when there are emails and memos of hey, this evidence, this information is at this location. And this is where it's at, and this is where it's always been. You can't say that you didn't know about it because that memo was on your desk. Can't say that you did not know. It's a small that's a, that's just one case. You've got uh You've got congressmen 
and, and here's and here's where I'm really kind of at odds with politics in general. You have congressmen that have not been out of office for as long or longer than I've been alive. How are they in touch with their constituents? How are they even in touch with reality? Because look what they have. They have bodyguards. They have a six-figure income, regardless if they do anything or not. Um, they have um, private jets that they go on. They have uh, uh, companies giving them money for votes. Um, they have private super PACs. They have all sorts of ways to squeeze money out of the American people. Plus, they're in charge of committees that decide what's relevant to you or not. And these people haven't actually been outside of the government for 30 plus years. The, the landscape of America has changed. That's why term limits are important. Because these people are not in touch with reality. They have, they have free medical care and they have the best medical care possible. They have the best of everything, the best insurance, the best um, compensation plan and pension plan of any other thing I've ever seen in my life. They get better pensions than, than top brass in the military. They really do. They get their, their salary and benefits and I mean, honestly, the way it should be is you serve your eight years at the most in Congress because after about eight years, the shit you knew, the shit you campaigned on has either come to pass or has come to fruition or it's, it's a, the, the dynamics have changed so much that you're fucking out of touch with it and then you're going to be out of touch with your constituents. You really are. I mean... And then we have politicians that are just afraid, 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 afraid to have town halls. They're afraid to even interact with their constituents because they're being called out. People have access to information quicker than you ever thought possible. And they use that shit now. People don't stay quiet anymore and listen. They react. They interact. They ask questions. And this is the level of scrutiny... Our government should have always been under, but now it's becoming more prevalent. And more and more, you're going to have people that are going to get mad enough at Congress to say, hey, shit needs to change and we need to, we need to do something about it. You need to do something about it. Our, and and the statistics are always, they're always this, the, the, the numbers of votes and stuff that go on in Congress diametrically oppose everything that actual citizens want. Congress will keep, you know, marijuana as a schedule one, even though ninety eight percent of America's like, fuck it, legalize it. There's medicinal uses to it, there are psychological uses to it, there are medical benefits galore. But what ends up happening is we don't have that we don't have power as American people. Our votes mean nothing. They really don't. And people are getting sick and tired of it. The revolution is taking place, but it's a slow revolution. I mean, yes, there are people out there in the streets protesting. Yes, we have people um, doing drastic things to try and get results. But the the battles that are winning the hearts and minds are the battles that are uh, going on in the streets with you know small group organizers and community leaders saying, "Hey, we're with you. We're not with." big government because big government's shitting on you. 
I mean, there really is no need for a military-industrial complex as large as we have it. We really don't. We could take a percentage, a small percentage, of the military's allotment of money, annual allotment, and we could wipe out homelessness for veterans. Wipe it out. Just a percentage. Not only could we wipe out homelessness, we could wipe out... Uh, homelessness on a larger scale. I mean, if you've been to L.A., San Francisco, parts of New York, and other places that are big city, homelessness has gotten to the point where it's super nasty. I mean, you go to uh, Seattle, Oregon, you've got these homeless communities. You've got now, not saying that those people don't deserve a good life, that they don't deserve uh, positivity going their way, that they don't need a leg up. They do. And, and that's going to look drastically different than letting them sleep in squalor. Two other things I really, really have to attack uh, in this show. Uh, Flint prosecutors, you fucked up. Those who are going after the, uh, the government officials uh, for, the Flint, for the Flint water crisis, um, dropping the charges, bad fucking move. Very bad fucking move. You have... You have lost the trust of the American people. The, you've lost the trust of your community. You are shit. You are big shit. And there should have been a slam dunk across the board jail time for each one of those public officials. Let them lawyer up. Let them go to trial. They would have been eaten alive in trial. Because the decisions they made, the they they should at the very least all catch manslaughter charges at the very least because the result of their actions and ineptitude led to death i can't think of any other business where if you cause the death of somebody you don't go to fucking prison i can't think of it other than law enforcement that's the only other vocation that i know of that if you kill somebody, you get 90 days of vacation coming to you with your family. You're not in handcuffs. You're not in jail. You're on a 90-day paid vacation. But I digress. Flint, Michigan, and the Michigan public officials, the mayor, and everybody that, the city manager, everybody that was in on that horrible atrocity, you should all be in prison. You should be in prison for a long, long fucking time. And it's money and bribes that got you out. But the people won't forget, motherfuckers. People will not forget. Especially uh, people who've lost kids. They shouldn't forget. Another tragedy and travesty of the American people uh, outside of the Dakota Access Pipeline, outside of uh, Flint, Michigan, outside of the millions and millions of people that are uh, illegally incarcerated. We have just wanton human trafficking going on in the American Child Protective Services system. Each state is really human trafficking. A lot of the kids that get misplaced, a lot of the um, cases that are handled by uh, CPS, it's the, the Wild West days of being able to shoot from the hip and you know be able to be like, make a decision on the fly and just rip kids out of uh, the hands of parents, that shit's gonna come to an end, and here's why. The investigators, the reporters, the 
pissed off parents that have very good research skills they're they're bringing all your demons to light they're opening up this uh, closet and pulling out every skeleton you have anybody who works in a public capacity hides behind men with guns there's going to be a day there's going to be a moment and there's going to be and it's going to be here soon where those men with guns are going to be out fucking armed by the citizens with guns who are going to prevent you from ruining lives if you if you dream that that's not going to come true and you think that oh well you know if you're a law enforcement officer out there and you believe that you can continue to batter and bruise and berate people and cause harm your days are coming and we're not only are we going to come for you physically we're going to come for your pension we're going to come for your home and this isn't a threat this is a promise from the american people to you this is the promise that americans are fucking done we are done government officials that don't get that don't get held to the same standard of everybody else your days are coming to your your days are coming to it too people won't forget or forgive you your days are coming and i don't care what side of the aisle you're on you're fucking fucked you could be a republican you could be a democrat you could be an independent i don't give a fuck if you're wearing a uniform or you're sporting a paycheck from the american people well the american people are paying you an atrocious amount of money and they're going to come to collect because people are quite frankly done of your sh- they're they're just done things to fix our government things to fix let's start with fixing local government solution number 1 get get rid of the cost and the uh, demand for permits and things like that because quite frankly the American people do not need your permission we don't now I understand a community having the ability to keep everybody safe yes as long as you have a fire marshal and then and somebody saying hey I'm want to build something you know is this safe and instead of can we do it and asking permission say we have people in place to make it safe and then to continually charge people is is asinine because you get funded plenty through other me- mechanisms of taxes. You really do. I mean, where does the black hole of all that money go? I know where it goes. It goes to the bloated pensions of those at the top, not those at the bottom. Those who are entry-level government workers, not making that great of money. But those at the top, you guys are making well over six figures and you're doing a lot of fucking damage with your inactivity. You're doing a lot of damage with your constant imposition of fines, fees, everything like that. I don't, in Florida, they have what is, uh, Florida and other places, they have what is called code enforcement. They're becoming very, very Gestapo-like. They are not judges. You go see a special magistrate because there is no judge in that situation. The, the, there is no crime being committed. It is a violation of an ordinance. Honestly, that's getting old. People are being uh, fined and and feed for having their yard look like shit. Well, it's their fucking property just because you don't like the aesthetic. Now, if if the yard 
poses a health threat to the community, that's different. But just because it's aesthetically unpleasing does not give you the right to go on that motherfucker's property and tell him how it's supposed to look. Mm -mm. Nope. That's why motherfuckers want to live out in the country and off the grid because they don't want to deal with people coming to their land saying what you can and cannot do with your own property. And, and I always find it funny because people assume they actually have an own property in the United States. They don't. If you pay taxes on a property, you owe somebody. You're still paying for your house. You'd be like, no, I own my house outright. No, you don't. Nor do you own the land that's, that it sits on. You don't have, you can have a deed, but who gets it after you die? If not your kids. The bank will move in quick as fuck and take it. Honestly, that, and that is wrong too. The bank should not, the, the bank or whatever entity should not automatically get the home if the, and this, and this is what happens. What will happen is a, somebody will pass and then they'll, the government will say, well, somebody needs to pay the, um, the, the estate tax. Somebody needs to pay your, your property taxes before you can assume control of the property. Well, nobody has thousands of dollars just camped out and sitting around. Not a lot of people do. Um, and then they say, okay, well, you have 30 days. They'll give them a time limit. You'll get 30 days or 60 days to come up with that money or it's going to be forfeited to the bank. Something that your parents, father, mother, brothers and sisters paid into and paid off for a long fucking time now gets turned over to the bank who's going to turn around and resell your home that belongs in the family and people will show up and liquidate the fuck out of everything just to get their money and then they won't even keep they won't even give you a receipt and they won't tell you how much they got for it because they don't care so a lot's going on okay a lot's going on in just the small government with code enforcement with the uh, the police acting in the manner they do I mean you have so many instances online where you see police being brutal as fuck and nothing warrants their level of veracity. There are not even veracity, their level of violence. Nothing warrants that. There's no reason why uh, somebody should get their arms broken because simply they, were, they gave a snarky response. This is a point in question. Guy gets out of cop orders a guy out of the vehicle. Guy gets out of the vehicle. Says, hey, put your hands on the uh, the hood. Guy doesn't immediately comply, but he complies. He puts his hands on the hood. They go to put the man in handcuffs. As soon as they grab the guy, simply for not answering the question of why do you have handcuffs with a response that he wanted, he broke his arm. And he being the law enforcement officer. The guy said, because I'm kinky. Cop said, why do you have handcuffs? He said, because I'm kinky. Didn't satisfy the, uh, the officer. He broke his arm because of it. Not because he was resisting. Not because he was moving in any sort of way. Because he was. He couldn't have. They were literally holding the guy. He couldn't have gone anywhere. But they did They did break his arm. And it's like, that. none of that was called for. None of that was needed. You could have waited for other officers to get on scene if you needed the positive control and other officers came on scene pretty damn quick you had positive control of the suspect who was not fighting you in any way and yet you broke his arm 
and the law enforcement officer get, gets fired, but that that shouldn't be the end of it. It shouldn't be, oh, well, he just gets fired because all he's going to do is apply down the road and get hired in a different county. That's all that's going to happen. He should be in jail, in prison, and behind, you know, and behind bars for a minimum of 10 years for violating that citizen's right, rights and causing bodily harm. He's done emotional damage. He's done physical damage. I mean, there's a slew of things that that officer did by simply not keeping his cool. And he furthered the divide of trust between the people and law enforcement. There is no trust anymore. It's gone. And I don't see how in court they're credible anymore because they lie through their teeth. Why is it that their sworn statements always differ from video that actually ends up turning up in court? We see it all the time. If that's not perjury, I don't know what is. The instant a citizen says something that differs from the video, they get slapped with perjury immediately. Law enforcement, not so much. And I get and I get it, prosecutors. I get it that you have to work side by side next to these cops all the time. So they should bring in a special prosecutor that doesn't have that leeway or that doesn't have that um, affiliation with those officers the same way the regular uh, prosecutor does to prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. And the law shouldn't be, there should be no qualified immunity for anything. There really shouldn't. They should deserve to be sued and they need to be held accountable. The biggest problem in this country is accountability. Even in Congress, the biggest problem is keeping them accountable. Why is it that we have so many motherfuckers in Congress that do nothing? They absolutely accomplish nothing all year, yet we pay them six figures. Their committees don't produce a bill. They don't pass any laws. They These motherfuckers go the entire year without doing a goddamn thing. And it's, it's, it's getting, we're getting sick of it as the American people. Things need to change. Term limits, requirements upon entry of Congress. Be like, hey, if you're not proposing at least 10 bills a year, or you're not proposing, you know, a serious law changes in certain areas, you need to be held accountable. You need to lose your job. Sorry, you don't make the cut. And as soon as you get done being a congressman with your eight-year term that, that, that you should have, you should go right back on the public dole. None of this for life bullshit. This for life, I get you know my own medical, my own this. No, 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 no. Fuck you. You need to go back right on the American dole because then shit'll change. If you go, if you make the Americans, the everybody else's benefits and everybody else's medical and everything else as pristine as you have it, shit, shit'll shit'll be right in America. We have the ability to do all these things. We have the the right mechanisms in place, but they're not being applied properly. And they're not being refined. You have a you have a you have a government that has not really adjusted a whole lot in 250 years that we've been a government. We have a lot of uh, people in power that are just ill-equipped and ill-qualified to be there. I mean, let's look at the let's look at the situation down the border where you have children. Sleeping on floors, they're not even pro- provided toothbrush, soap, anything to clean themselves. You got people reporting human rights abuses of these kids, and then nothing happens. You got Congress that does a whole lot of bolstering and boasting and speaking and and fake crying at fences where there's no 
nobody around and it's a fucking parking lot and you got other people that are reporting you know like oh well everything's fine and no the fuck it's not when you have video of the contrary you can't say oh their kids are being treated well and and all and out lie to the American people with your fake ass reporting you should be held accountable for that Absolutely, that's bad reporting. In fact, you should just lose your credibility and stop being an on-air personality. You've just you've lost it. This will be the uh, end part of my show. I really went on a few tangents there, but all in all, accountability is an, is a must. Term limits for Congress is a must. Requiring and mandating productivity from con- Congress needs to be a thing. And law enforcement and government officials need to be held accountable for the American people to give them trust back. For them to earn the trust back, they need to prosecute and hold accountable officers that fuck up. In fact, we should create laws that impose a mandatory minimum every time they fuck up. Every time, you know, like for every civil rights violation should be a mandatory year. So if you got a first, fourth, fifth, you know, second amendment rights violation all in one person, mandatory five years in prison for that officer. Do not pass go. Do not collect your pension. Fuck your family. I don't care. They don't deserve a pension for violating people's rights. They don't deserve anything. They deserve to be behind bars in cages. I talk about the rate of recidivism all the time. I talk about how, you know, being incarcerated is a horrible fucking humane, inhumane torture, and it is. But those who are the jailers, those who are putting people in the cages, should get a taste of their own medicine, including judges, including law enforcement, including prosecutors who mishandle evidence and cost people 12 years of their life, and then they won't even give them the $12 million that's owed to them. Because of language in the law, because somebody didn't find them innocent enough. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Thank you for tuning in to David's Life and Observation with your host, David Welch. Uh, please shoot me an email if you have any questions, dwelch9627 at gmail.com. Have a great day.